Welcome back to the Shooter's Touch in a new format. We got Adam and Brian on the Zoom call today, um, and we just witnessed the first two episodes of The Last Dance. What do you think, Brian? I loved it. Obviously, um, the lot of anticipation around uh, this whole series, and um, I was excited to get an opportunity to, to tear into uh, the first two episodes tonight. As I said before we jumped on, I was a little nervous at first because um, they're running through the titles at the beginning, and I'm like, "Well, what are you, what are you going to do for the for the next ten the ten episodes?" So I was a little nervous about that, but I think we have a better feeling of what's to come now. Yeah, and I, you know, one of the one of the first I guess you know takeaways that I had on on that episode number one was actually a couple of things. You know, number one was how much how much Michael Jordan reminds me, or maybe the other way around, how much Kobe Bryant reminds me of Michael Jordan. You know, from the stories we've read about his work ethic. Uh, his, his, uh, how, how competitive they were, um, you know, it, they essentially sound like the same person. And then when Jordan first came into the league, I mean, that, that whole situation reminds me of when LeBron came into the league, you know, they talked about how bad the bulls were. Um, and you know, it was essentially the same thing when Cleveland, the Cavs being so bad, uh, and then LeBron came in and, you know, some people might call, call those two the savior. So those were a couple of things I noticed on the, on episode one. I think too one of the probably biggest takeaways probably of, of both 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 episodes on how much how much we either forget about um, these teams and these situations and the stuff that happened. It's either we forget or we remember what we, we what we want to remember from these situations. I said the same thing talking you know with my wife who obviously we both coming up. I mean, it was something that we lived and we remember. We remember a lot of the games, remember a lot of the championships, remember all the players, remember all that stuff. But, like, the little things um, and just the behind-the-scenes stuff, obviously that's the whole reason behind this documentary. But just even the stuff that was reported in public, um, how easily you forget about um, those types of things. And so it will be really interesting here as we continue to move through the next eight parts on, on what we uh, – I think we're going to end up learning more than maybe I anticipated going in. Yeah, and uh, a great uh, example great of that example. is um, um, you know, hearing the, in episode two about Scottie Pippen. Um, I mean, I remember when he wanted out at Chicago, but I was 11 or 12 maybe. And, you know, maybe it was all the media that I read or maybe all that, that you know, Sports Center reported on. But all I can remember thinking was, why the hell? Why the heck would Scottie Pippen want out of Chicago when they're so good? And so I immediately got a bad, you know, maybe a bad taste in my mouth for Scottie Pippen during that time because, um, you know, I, that's all I knew. Little did I know that he signed a terrible contract and ended up being, you know, essentially the number two number, you know, the number two best player in the NBA at the time, and or at least top five. And he wasn't. He was making the what they say a hundred twenty second. Uh, highest highest paid player in the NBA, which is just absurd, and you know, would never happen these days, just because these players sign one or two year deals, uh, and they're they're out the door or they're or they're signing another contract. Yeah, I thought also to add to that the fact that he was the sixth highest paid player on his own team. I mean, Luke Longley had a, was getting paid more than he was, um, which is crazy. I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, I don't I don't remember specifically, but obviously that looking at that year, Jordan was making 33. I think Ron Harper was nine or 10. 
um, and then uh, uh, Tony Kukoc, um, Rodman, and then Luke Longley, and then I think Scottie Pippen. So all those guys were obviously um, getting paid more than he was. And like you said, 122nd. Um, paid player in the league and and it's it, it, the crazy thing about that is it's one thing you know if that, if that happens like a rookie comes in um, and that was that's essentially what happened to him but like you said we just don't see that long term of deals anymore it's like you come in and you're like wow we really take advantage of you know the last of three or the last of four years where we got this guy on a complete bargain but to get seven years out of Scottie Pippen and what he had I mean just crazy yeah, and it was very situational, right, where he had a huge family that he, he mentioned he, had, he thought he had to take care of. And then having a, you know, in the, in the higher-ups in the Chicago Bulls organization where, you know, Jerry um, Reinsdorf never, never renegotiated or said, hey, if we negotiate this deal, it's done. Like, don't come back to me. So a couple things that, you know, were very situational there. But, yeah, you just don't see that anymore. And, uh, you know, kind of like, like Jordan, I don't think anybody ever predicted that Sky Pippen would be as good as he as he became yeah I thought one of the other interesting things too to kind of segue over to um Phil Jackson was with his contract as well and the way in which that they're like here's the deal this is the last year you're going to be here you could win 82 games in a row and like you're out the door like you don't see that anymore either because I'm at that point it's like well what am I doing here like what's the point like I can move on and so just kind of seeing that part of it. Cause I don't remember that. Um, that's one of those things right. that like looking at that situation and the way in which that they treated Phil Jackson towards the end. Um, I don't, I, I didn't remember that part of it at all. So it was interesting to see. I, I also thought, you know, I talked a little bit about this um, before we jumped on here was, was the whole deal with Tim Floyd and the fact that Tim Floyd was so early in the process, um, you know, as basically the heir apparent of, um, to replace Phil Jackson. It was crazy that, that, that they were already um, going through that because of what I remember about him at Iowa State and those teams that he had too. It, it was like, I don't know if it was just where we were at in our age and our life and stuff. It's like, I don't remember. I don't remember any of that. I don't even, until it happened, it was like, oh man, it caught me by surprise. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, essentially he was the coach in waiting for an entire year. And, you know, we talk about comparing those days to these days. I mean, how many coaches or, or players for that matter, if you know you're done after this year, how, how many coaches would stick around to do that? You know, possibly if you have Jordan and, you know, that good of a team. Um, I mean, but you just kind of think of the, the times we live in now and it's just, I, I don't think you'd ever see that happening. No, there, no way. I, I mean, just the, the whole situation around that. I mean, even with, I mean, we see it a little bit now, or we saw it a little bit with the whole Tom Brady situation as far as Jordan going into his last year and not renewing. Not, I mean, just the fact that his future was up in the air. You know, Scotty's situation, Rodman held out going into that last year. Phil, obviously, is on his last year. I mean, it, it, it's one of those things I know you and I, again, we talked about it, was the, the, I think the overlying theme between the two – episode so far is the fact that they were trying to rebuild as the defending champions like they hadn't even lost anything yet and they already have this whole um discussion and um back behind the curtain banter about blowing this team up like it just that part of it just blew my mind is the fact that how how you could allow that to happen yeah and I think Jordan said it best where I mean you at least gotta let us let us lose first you know and with 
obviously, like I said, situational, but, um, you know, with the, with management and stuff like that, it just seemed like, uh, not a lot of, not a lot of, I guess, some thought was going into that. And, and not to mention Kraus, you know, kind of seemed like a little bit of a snake with the, with the first couple episodes at least. But, um, yeah, it was, it blew my mind too. Uh, after they even said that, that, I mean, you just won two championships in a row. What was it? I mean, five and five of last seven. Yeah. Now you want, you want to, you want to ship everybody out and completely rebuild. Like that just seems like the dumbest thing in the world to me. Well, and I think too, the other part of that is we obviously know what the outcome is going to be of this season too. And so it's like, you think of like, you're putting this whole thing together and you're like, really? Like, that's really, you're going to blow this up. And then, you know, you, you blow the chance at going and getting number six and, you know, and all that stuff. And so that, that part of it too is, is, is interesting. And, you know, it's just, I don't know, like I said, I just love it so far. It's just always, always fun to be able to see, see behind the curtain. Um, and seeing what's going on and, and one of the other things too going back to the whole idea of we kind of remember what we we want to remember is I forgot about outside of Jordan's freshman year at North Carolina and him hitting the shot and national championship and all that I kind of forgot about the rest of his college career or something in which they just don't talk a lot about it. it's like oh he hit a shot as a freshman and then he was drafted and you know what I mean and it just those those next couple of years always get glossed over. So it was kind of cool and kind of nice to see that side of it, I thought, tonight as well. Yeah, and, you know, honestly, it's 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 really, really funny that the when we when we compare time time times again, I mean he was he was set to come back for his senior year before he talks before he talks to Coach Smith. And, you know, <laughs> you're the player of the year in the, you know, whatever year that was, maybe it was a couple of years, but you know, that would not happen this at this time they would be gone after that the the next day after they lose in the NCAA tournament or after they lose in whatever. Um, it, it was, it was very interesting to kind of see, you know, Michael Jordan saying that I want to, I want to play four years. I'm the best, you know, eventually obviously going to become the best player in the world, but you know, I want to play four years in college. Like that just, that's, that's just crazy. Especially when you think about these times. Yeah, and the other thing that I'd be interested to go back and take a look at, like I said, I just don't remember much outside of that freshman year, and we hear a lot about that freshman year, but I would go back and be interested to see how those teams shook out. Um, you know, I didn't have a chance to obviously jump on and see where they ended. Obviously, they didn't win the national championship, but, uh, um, you know, he um, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see where we're at. I know watching the highlights, one of, the, one of my takeaways that I had, two of his – his college, the end of his college career into the first couple of years in the league was he did that rock to cradle dunk all the time. Like it was something where I was like, I remember it a few times. I remember him doing it a little bit older too. And just kind of like, Oh man, blast from the past. But he was, I mean, every, every breakaway in college, he was rocking the cradle. It was and, nuts. He did, and he did it so much in games, but then that one, that, that one clip when he had all those chain chains on, it seemed like he was in a dunk contest in the NBA too. And he still did it. And he probably, you know, he probably won that dunk contest. I don't know if he ever lost a dunk contest. So, uh, yeah. so, so natural and so athletic. Yeah. Just, I mean, just crazy. And, and it, it's funny too, to see as the, through the episodes and stuff, how they kind of transition back and go for it to see the transformation in his body as well. Like you see the little scrawny, 
um, at North Carolina in the first couple of years in the league. And we're going to get to it, I, I assume, through the documentary of, with that Pistons, um, with those Pistons battles and how you end up putting on a lot of muscle. And, and then you see that as we fast forward back to the 97-98 the season, and both him and Pippen, it's crazy yeah. on how yoked they are. Um, you know, later in their career, it's like, oh man, look! I mean, they just put on a ton of weight. So that's yeah. it, that's that part of it's cool to see too. Yeah, it was a it was a good couple episodes, a good way to spend a Sunday night, especially with uh, the times we're living in now, where we've been away from sports for gosh, seems like years now. Um, you know, I was really excited about this, and you know, I don't think it disappointed at all. No, definitely not. I I definitely think uh, it was it was fun. It it was it was fun to see the them focusing on a little bit more on Scottie Pippen on the second episode. Um, it was it was cool to see the flashback to prior to us really remembering him playing when um, uh, you know with him dealing getting the injury his second year. Like that's something I don't remember either. I don't remember him having that injury and being on that minutes restriction. Obviously, that series against the Celtics and the double between the legs move on Bird, like we've seen that a million times. And so I knew a little bit about that series, but that series or that season in general with the injury and the minutes restriction and all that, like that was something that I was too young, um, you know, never really heard the whole story on that. So I thought that, you know, there in that second episode, that was that was a ton of fun to kind of catch up and, and, and learn more about that. Yeah. And I think one of the, um, one of the aspects of these couple of episodes that's that's going to be or flies a little bit on the radar is Jordan giving it to Kraus all all the time like that yeah. I that all of the stuff he said to him um, when he said when he asked him if he wanted to go do layups and they might have to lower the rims like that stuff is so funny and and it to put the you know to put the situation behind it where you know he he essentially didn't like the guy the entire time yeah. he was in Chicago. Uh, which which is just just wild to me that uh that you know he could he could handle that while while he was there for his i mean almost his entire career yeah i thought it was funny too at the ring ceremony um when cross came out and the crowd was kind of nothing to some booze to whatever you know and then phil jackson came out right after and the place went nuts i was like oh man so it's like those little things like as a kid i like i didn't pick up on that or i don't remember that and so it's just really funny to see that. Like you said, obviously Jordan just kind of getting his jabs in. And then obviously there towards the end of the second episode where, I mean, Scotty's just straight up, just, just going at that dude on the bus. Like that part of it almost makes me a little uncomfortable listening and watching that just because you can tell the guys talking about it were uncomfortable in that situation too. And so it's just like, man, I don't, I don't remember any of that. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I'm excited about next week and obviously just, just to kind of continue it. But, uh, I think I saw a tweet saying that mm, I think next weekend is is a Rodman episode where they where they dive into Rodman's aspect of the Bulls. So I'm uh, obviously f- or I guess for obvious reasons why I'm excited about that. That should be very interesting. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that was one of those things, uh, one of those acquisitions when they picked Rodman up, where it was you you kind of from a basketball standpoint, you can kind of see how it fit, but from the off court antics and everything that he kind of came with it, you're like, man, how's this going to work? But it's, you know, yeah. Phil Jackson's kind of the Bill Belichick in that, well, if anybody can do it, I mean, he can mix these personalities and yada, yada, yada and stuff. And obviously we know it worked out well. And so it'll be, yeah, it'll definitely be interesting, um, you know, to continue to see a little bit more on, as far as what they bring us with the, with the Rodman episode. Yep, I'm excited to see how how you know what what part the coach played in that, what part the team played in it. But you know, with uh, when they talked about 
when when Scotty was out and you know Jordan played that updated role on you know being a, a vocal leader a lot more than he had to I'm I'm excited to see how how he held down Rodman on those years that he was on the team because I'm assuming he played a part in that too um you know at some point or somehow oh yeah yeah he had to and that we I was talking about that with my wife is when those it'd be interesting to see more of the clips from practices and stuff when Jordan's just going at his teammates because I mean we've heard those stories time and time again and the whole deal with Steve Kerr and getting in a fight and going out I mean just riding Ron Harper all the time and so I'll be interested to see just kind of how how Jordan dictates and how his leadership and what he does on that side of things too and um and obviously Robin be a big part of that as well and you know some of those younger guys and um which one of the other things too is the the Bill Cartwright trade for Charles Oakley like I don't remember that either um so it was kind of it was cool it was cool to see that I mean obviously I remember more Bill Cartwright than Oakley even being on the Bulls um and so that was interesting it's just it's just one of those things it's like I said like you feel like you know a lot about it because you remember it and you lived it but like the details are so foggy just because it's like I'd never taken the time to go back and really study it yeah exactly well you know, as we said, just a good way to spend a Sunday night. Um, we're absolutely thrilled to have something to talk about again. Um, you know, with these, with, I guess, you know, obviously tough times we're going through right now with you no know, sports, staying home and stuff like that. So appreciate you guys sticking with us. Um, and as usual, you can find us on social media, um, Instagram and Twitter at Shooters Touch IA and search for the Shooters Touch on Facebook. And always remember, Shooters Shoot. Thank you.